Hello and welcome to the Raw podcast brought to you by the Sunderland Echo. We're back for another preview podcast and today we're going to be looking ahead to Sunderland's championship trip to Preston this weekend. So to preview the game, joining myself, Joe Nicholson, we are joined by George Hodgson from Lancashire Live. George, how's things? Yeah, all good, mate. All Hope you're well yeah. too. Looking forward to Saturday. Should mm-hmm. be a good one, I think. It should be, yeah. Well, we'll come on to Preston's form and how they're shaping up ahead of the game. Uh, they finished 12th in the Championship last season. Sunderland weren't there, actually, not too long ago when they went 3-0 on the final day of the regular season last season. So what's the kind of mood like at Preston now coming into this new campaign? They finished 12th, as I said, last season, but they did have quite a difficult run towards the end of last season, didn't they? Taking only one point from their last five games. Yeah, it was kind of typical Preston that kind of flirted with the playoffs and then when it got to the crunch stage, just kind of fell away. And yeah, horrible one to finish on uh, against Mm. Sunderland. But then 10 minutes, they were just too good, weren't they? It was some unbelievable goals scored and you can't give them players that kind of space. But Preston have started all right. They got a point at Bristol City on the opening day and they were 1-0 down with a couple of minutes left. So to take a point there, I think was a real positive. Fans that went seemed to think that Preston were good in the second half and deserved to, to take a point, maybe all three, and never an easy place to go. So definitely a solid start there. Um, but there is a, there's a lot of injuries in Preston's squad at the minute and you feel they still need a couple of signings. So Ryan Lowe's squad isn't particularly strong at the minute. It's quite thin, but um, I'm sure they'll back themselves to, to give, themselves, uh, give a good show in this weekend and potentially pick up a point, uh, all three. It'd be even better. Mm-hmm. Well, we'll come on to the injuries since you mentioned them there. So, yeah. kind of, who are the players that are missing out, and then who are the key players that Sunderland will have to watch out for on Saturday? So, we've literally got one fit senior striker at the minute, which is Will Keane, okay. who, who scored at Bristol City, mm. um, and he's going to be from Wigan. Yeah. Sorry, yeah, sorry, he scored at Bristol City uh, on the opening day. Um, signed from Wigan, uh, could be a really smart pickup. That um, twelve goals last season. Emil Reese is injured till next month. Ched Evans is out until December. I don't know if you read about his issue, but potentially career-ending injury. Um, yeah. But he's had surgery and hopefully get him back in December. So you're missing them two strikers. Obviously, Tom Cannon, who both our clubs have been linked with, is yet to move. So we are literally got Keane up front as a senior striker at the minute. Um, Robbie Brady's picked up a knock. So we're relying on a really young lad at left wing back in Kean Best, who made his professional debut at Bristol City. Uh, Calvin Ramsey, right wing back, picked up an issue. Um, Ryan Lowe plays 3-5-2 and he's missing wing backs on both sides. So, real challenge for Preston in this early part of the season just to to get some results and maybe after a month or so, the team will start to take shape and you'll see the best of Preston. But, uh, yeah, injury's not ideal at the minute. Mm-hmm. As you say, Keane probably looks like a decent pick-up on a free from Wigan, considering he, he got, I think, about over 10 goals last season in the Championship for a, a team that got relegated. But who are the kind of other players that Sunderland will have to watch out for and who are the key players in this Preston team? Sounds funny, but Preston's goalkeeper, Freddie Woodman, is a massive player. He he probably earned Preston 10-plus points with saves last season and he was just a really solid addition, a uh, good pedigree. And obviously, he'll be right up for this one, only with his with his Newcastle connection. So, yeah. Uh, elsewhere, we've brought Mads Frockyar in from Odense, uh, attacking midfielder, 
think he's cost about 1.2 million. So Preston don't really spend that kind of money too often and they've not recruited particularly extensively from overseas. So he's one the Preston fans are really excited about. He's scored a couple of brilliant goals against Aberdeen in pre-season. Um, he can attack the box, he can shoot from distance. So I think Sunderland will have to watch out for him, assuming he starts tomorrow. I'd be gobsmacked if he's not in the team. Mm-hmm. What's kind of the expectation then at Preston this season? Because I remember at the end of last season, I think it was just before the Sunderland game, Ryan Lowe came up with some quite strong comments, kind of questioning the club's yeah, direction yeah. at the end of last season. But there are a lot of teams in the Championship with big budgets that will all expect to be in the top six. So what is kind of the goal at Preston, would you say, this season? Yeah, it was incredible that after Sheffield United away, you know, promotion chasing team and we got battered 4-1. And I think it just dawned on him that it, it's, we're quite far away, really. And he he's really ambitious manager. He wants to push at the top of the table, but... Preston have got to be realistic this year. I think playoff push would be an unbelievable achievement if they can get in and around there again. But it just looks so strong, the division this season, doesn't it? And yeah. I think a mid-table, solid mid-table finish. Preston have never been in trouble or relegation in the, their eight years since they went up from League One. And got to ensure that's the, the case again, first and foremost, and then try and break into that next batch of teams. But you look at the squads and the transfers, being done and the team's coming down and you just wonder how they're ever going to really push that but you never know do you? you've seen the likes of Luton so Preston mm-hmm. needs to take it cliche but really take it week by week and, and see where they go. Mm-hmm. As you mentioned Preston getting an opening day draw away at Bristol City they were then beaten on penalties in the Carabao Cup by Salford in midweek so how have the sides kind of looked in those first two games and over the summer in pre-season as well? Um, pre season was strange for Preston because right. some of their signings were were brought in quite late on, and there was injuries, and you just had loads of young lads uh, involved. Which you know, it's great to see them, but are they ready to then go into the championship and play? So there's, there was only so much you could take from pre season, and I think four of those lads got minutes against Salford in the first half, and it was a challenge for them, and they might be ready one day. But I think we saw on Tuesday that the level they've got to try and get to to be playing for Preston's first team. So uh, Bristol, loads of positives from that game. You know, you take a point away on the opening day, the midfield looked like they were good, loads of energy in there, real character to come from behind and and take a point. And they could have had all three really create some good chances. Um, And again, when they brought the senior uh, players on against Salford on Tuesday, they should have gone and won the game. They they had two goals that were ruled off for offside. And I think they were both onside. Um, on second viewing so um yeah Preston's first team at the minute should be able to give Sunderland a good game I think mm-hmm. yeah sounds like a few parallels with Sunderland there in terms of the Carabao Cup game Sunderland made a lot of changes for their yeah. game against Crew and then ended up losing on on penalties probably should have won the game in the second half when they brought some of their yeah. kind of first team players on but you mentioned that Preston play with a 3-5-2 I think Ryan Lowe's kind of always played yeah. with that system. So how do you think they will match up against Sunderland? Have you seen much of Sunderland and what do you kind of make of them? Um, yeah, it's a big decision to make because I mentioned Kean Best, who's this really young, inexperienced left wing back and he did all right at Bristol City. But, you know, if Sunderland go with 4-2-3-1, is it Sunderland? Yeah. And then you've got someone like Patrick Roberts, like that is a massive challenge. To He's so tricky, isn't he, to deal with yeah. him. So we'll see just how much low truly really believes in best and, and how well he's done in training. If he gets the chance to, to try and defend against somebody like that, 
Um, I think going to a back four is, is a real option. You know, you've got Andrew Hughes or Greg Cunningham who could just slot in at a normal left back and you play a kind of deep back four and, and maybe go with that. But Preston don't really have any wingers and we've only got one striker. So I, I, I would lean towards a 3-4-2-1 with two attacking number 10s in behind Will Keane as a kind of focal point um, link player. And he can do a bit of everything. So he's your only option at the minute. So he has to play and then around that we'll have to see. But yeah, I, I, I love watching Sunderland last season whenever I saw them. I think you see so many teams playing like 3-5-2 these days and like the wingers kind of a dying dying art, but Sunderland's a quality to watch, you know, so fun and tricky. So hopefully they're not on the game on Saturday, but yeah, the likes of Clark and Roberts are just joy to watch when they're on it. Mm. Yeah, well, those two are two of the standout players of Sunderland. They've lost Ahmad from last season, who scored that cracking goal against Preston. It was all right, wasn't season. it? Yeah, I think yeah. that's <laughs> the best one I saw from him. He scored quite a few like that, but I think that was my favourite one, the one where mm. he curled it in first time. So, um, yeah, but he won't be playing on Saturday. A, a player who has been linked, as you mentioned earlier, with both clubs is Tom Cannon, who was on loan at Preston last season, did very well there on loan from Everton. How much have they kind of missed him since the end of last season? Yeah, it's just it's just numbers. He's He was brilliant, Cannon. He took a while to get going. But he's eventually, once he got his first, his finishing was just brilliant. Whenever he got a chance, just that cool head in the final third, it makes such a difference at this level. Mm. And if Preston can get him back, then you know you wouldn't go as far to say you'd, you'd expect them to push the playoffs, but you wouldn't be worried about um, being down there or anything like that because you'd have a really good goalkeeper and a really good striker who you can bank on getting 10, 15, maybe more goals. So we'll have to see where he goes, but... Yeah, Preston couldn't half do with him now. I think they're desperate to get him in on loan and, and Everton just seem to be waiting and waiting forever to, to send him out. Um, we'll have to see. I'm not sure what's going to happen there. Mm, you think that's something that could happen then? Potentially could go back to Preston? Sunderland, one of the many clubs as well that have been linked with him. Yeah, I think if he goes on loan, I think Preston have a, a great chance because I think he, he liked his time here. He came yeah. to watch pre-season friendly against Aberdeen right. in, the, in the box, which was... Really strange, you know, and for him to still not have signed since then. But yeah, I think that my only worry would be if somebody tables like a big bid, Preston don't have that kind of money. Everton would be potentially tempted into selling, we'll have to see. But if it's a straight loan, I think Preston would, would back themselves and they'd have a good chance. But yeah, the likes of Sunderland, big clubs, competition, it's always going to worry Preston fans, I think, that he might go elsewhere because we lost Cameron Archer to Middlesbrough when we wanted him back. So could be a case of deja vu, but I think there is more confidence with Cannon this time. Mm -hmm. And obviously it's the first home game of the season, first league home game of the season for Preston with Sunderland coming to Deepdale. So what's kind of the mood like among the Preston fan base? I imagine there'll be a decent crowd there as well for the game against Sunderland. I think so, yeah. I think I saw 19,000 tweeted out mm. yesterday, which I don't know if that includes Sunderland fans or not. Um, but either way, Deepdale should be packed. The Sunderland away end on that final day was unbelievable. It was like a yeah. like a, it felt like a, an England away end or something. I can't remember the songs they were singing, but it looked they just looked brilliant, white and red in it, and they'll pack that out again. And when Deepdale's full, it's one of the best grounds in the Championship for me. So yeah, Preston will get behind the team. I'm sure Sunderland obviously will. And yeah, when the fixtures come out and you see Sunderland at home, the first game, it's it's one of them that kind of whets the appetite. So yeah. The player should need no getting up for this. It should be a good occasion, I think. Mm -hmm. Well, just finally, George, before we, we wrap up there, 
just going to ask you for a quick score prediction. How do you think the game is going to go and how Sunderland will match up against Preston on Saturday? Yeah, I think it'll be tough. Hopefully an entertaining game. Um, back Preston to get a point. So I'll go for 1-1. Um, mm-hmm. How was Sunderland defensively against Ipswich? That would be my question to you because obviously mm-hmm. we know Sunderland are going to come with loads of attacking power. But can they be there? Are they there to be got at? But it's quite different the way that Sunderland play. It's kind of a theme that's carried on from last season, that Sunderland have been better away from home than they have been at home. At home, right. they will see a lot more of the ball. They're kind of expected to create the play, but they are more vulnerable on the counter-attack when they play with quite a high line. Whereas away from home last season, we saw them sit a little bit deeper and they could be the team that hit teams on the counter-attack. They got some very good away wins at Norwich and West Brom last season. Whereas at home, they struggled a little bit more. So I thought against Ipswich, they defended quite well the first half. They looked pretty comfortable and were quite dominant in the first half. But then a couple of lapses of concentration at the back saw them concede two goals. But I think, as I said before, it could be quite a different defensive kind of setup. Um, How do you think Preston would approach it at home? Do you think they'll try and dominate the ball playing at Deepdale? Yeah, they were were poor at home last season, Preston, similar to Sunderland, just... Much better away from home. I'm not sure what the points yeah. different what difference was, but yeah, against like defense. Well, the teams came to set up. Preston just didn't have that one v one quality really to to break them down. Other than Alvaro Fernandez, who was from United, obviously he's not here this season. So yeah, if Sunderland defend well, um, then they've got that attacking quality on the on the break, haven't they? So it'd be fascinating. I think I think Ryan Lowe wants Preston to dominate games at home and certainly give fans more to cheer about. So. It's a big one, this really, for him to, to get his, to get the fans on side and, and get up and running with a point or three at home. Mm, yeah, Sunderland obviously trying to get back on track as well after that defeat against Ipswich and then going out of, of the cup, which wasn't a priority, but you'd obviously yeah. rather get through than, than yeah. not get through. But um, I think playing away from home could suit Sunderland, as I said before, it did last season when they went to, to Preston. So I'll go for a 2-1 Sunderland win. Um, but yeah, it's quite an, seems like quite an important game, even though it's quite early in the season for for both clubs to try and get their first win of the season in the championship. So, George, thanks a lot for joining us on the latest episode of the Raw Podcast. No worries. No worries Um, at all. And if you like what we do here at the Raw Podcast, you can consider subscribing on our YouTube channel or wherever you listen to your podcasts and leaving a review. And then for the latest SAFC news, you can head over to the SAFC section of the Sunderland Echo website. You can find the thoughts of head coach Tony Mowbray, who's going to be speaking to the media on Friday afternoon. And we'll also have live updates from Deepdale as Sunderland's take on Preston, as well as post-match reaction and analysis. So once again, thanks a lot for listening to the Raw podcast.